Okay, I'll send it to you. I just like listening to her voice. I think I listened to it twice just because I oh, liked her voice. I love nice voices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. obviously, you chose someone with a nice voice. <gasps> oh my god, what about Virgo and Saggy Chats? Oh, actually, I love that. Right? That sounds cute. Welcome to the first official episode of Virgo and Sagittarius Chats. I'm Sandra. And I'm Mariana. And today we have decided to talk about friendships. We decided to go a little bit in chronological order so we can introduce our friendships and uh, talk a little bit about how, yeah, how each of us has experienced friendships in our lives. And it's very different for Sandra and I, I think. Yes. Um, would you like to start? Yes, I can, I can start a bit um, with how friendships, or at least how I remember friendships since early adolescence. I think uh, that's like the moment we, we both kind of have in our memories of how we start mm-hmm. to remember and experience friendships. And since we both had very different contexts in the way we grew up and not only the way, but the places, I think it's very interesting to compare um, how friendships evolved and how we evolved with friendship, friendships since then. Basically, all the friendships that I can remember from early adolescence are from the same context, so the same school, because I grew up in Brussels and that's where I spent basically all my life till I moved to university. And I think for me, it was a very stable environment in the sense that I knew these people since always and we were just a little family. And yeah, you had ups and downs, like in every school, you have a bit of drama, but nothing too major. So for me, like from that moment, friendships were very stable and I knew who I could count on for these specific things and who I could go to for other things. Uh, So that's how I... I remember at least early adolescence, then obviously it shifted with um, adolescence and when you start like growing up and meeting other people outside these bubbles. Uh, But what about you? Because you moved. I've had a very different experience because not even because I moved, but even in Greece, right before middle school, that's when I changed schools within Greece. I didn't fit very well into the school that I was going before. Uh, So we thought, okay, let's change. And this is a good year to change because middle school is starting. So I went to a different school and I had a very good experience, but also a very bad experience. It was very bittersweet looking back Mm -hmm. because I had some of the most amazing moments. But then there was also, because we were a group of friends, we were all all girls. There was a lot of drama (laughs) at some point. And in this so context, I, was it only like a only girls school or uh, just a group of girls? No, 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 no. Okay. It was uh, girls, guys. But, you know, we were like 12, 13. I think yeah. that was the age that we were kind of sticking together as girls. Gender segregation. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that shaped me a lot. I mean, of course, coming here, 
I didn't know anyone. And it's not like I didn't know anyone within school. I didn't know anyone outside of school either. Mm -hmm. So that definitely was different. But I think international schools are just a whole other episode because there's such yeah. few kids in one class, at least when I went there, we were like 30 people. So it's not, like my school in Greece before we were, I think, I think like around 180, 200 kids in my grade. And then I come here and in my grade, there's 30 people, which is how big our class was. Yes. And, and, and also so many different nationalities and exactly, background. exactly. Which is exactly. a different episode in itself, yes. Yes. Um, but in, I have a question in here because later we're going to talk about how our friendships evolved when we started university, which is basically starting a whole different educational system. Oh my God, yes. Um, which is starting friendships from zero most of the time. But since you've also experienced that of starting friendships at an earlier age, when you moved countries, what did you learn from the first time? That's a good question. <laughs> I had this ideal in my head in Greece because I think a lot of people do in general, maybe not just in Greece, that I would have, I would always have my group of friends. Mm -hmm. And I just came to Holland and I realized that it's not necessary for everyone to like you. And when you don't choose to be in a group of friends and you just have individual friends from here and there, it's much, e for me, it was much easier and it suited me much more. And I think that's what I figured out. I'm more a person that's suited to having one-on-one -on -one friendships. Yes, I think this is a very important point because at the end, when it comes down to friendships, you have to find out what works best for you. And Definitely. in the earliest, yes, in this earliest years, it's when you can actually experiment and see what type of friendship works exactly exactly for sure i mean looking back this is what i'm telling you but in that moment i probably could tell you 300 other things that i learned or changed or yeah but i i think that's also the beauty of it um i love looking back at the friendships that i had in a moment that maybe now i don't or those that now i have and i didn't have back then and it's just beautiful to see how not only was i different as a person but how it taught me so many different things that I didn't realize in the moment. Friendships can teach you so many things, mm. but it's also so nice, like, because I haven't experienced what you've had, I would be curious. You know, it's so nice. I can imagine to be, have these people that you're like, oh, I can for sure um, count on them because they've been there for such a long time in your life. Yes. Yes. That's also, super, that's also really nice. Yes, it is. I think it's a very uh, comforting environment to grow up in. And I know that it's definitely not the, um, not the case with everyone that grew up in the same town for like the, their whole childhood or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I do think it's, I'm, I'm not going to say that I was lucky because obviously like you had a different experience and you, it was also very enriching. But for me, it worked at that moment to have a support system that I knew was there, which I no, think it also, sure. yeah, it also comes down to the personality of each individual and how they're trying sure. to find themselves. Yeah. No, and I think you get, you 
developed different characteristics because of it and I developed different things because of this. Yeah. Like, I think you can develop different skills in different situations. So Yes, yes, exactly. All of them are good. Yes. So moving on to adolescence, when it really hits. And I sure. think we can both say something on that. I mean, I could start. Go ahead. I think at that time I was a very different person to who mm. I am now. And yeah, towards the end of high school, I was mostly, I mostly had one friend. Mm -hmm. So we were hanging out together all the time. We were doing everything together. And yeah, that's basically it. I'm what? not, there's also like super embarrassing stuff, but I'm not really going to get into it. Yeah, no, no, no. There's no need. Um, I think everyone has embarrassing stories yeah. about high school. Yeah, exactly. But that friendship didn't last. I mm. think because that those are the years that you change so much and you start to change as an individual and you don't really just stick to people because you want to stick to people, you realize you want to be with people that you actually have a good time with and you actually match. Yeah. And because you change so much, I think friendships can grow apart. And I think that's what happened kind of in our case. Yes. And this is a point that I find very important. I wish I knew at that time that it's okay to kind of grow out of friendships and not feel guilty for not clicking with someone as I did in maybe a year past. Because Definitely. as you said, it's a, it's a time where you're literally learning who you are and trying to figure out what's exactly. next and, and, and what you want from yourself and from other people. And sometimes there's the friendships that you have do not fulfill those needs at the time and it's okay to take a distance from people if they're not really giving you what you need yeah but I think but it's also true what you said that back then we didn't know this like you thought you lost a friend and you thought it was the end of the world which yes. is absolutely and not true exactly um I read something recently in Spanish, I don't really remember what it was saying, but it was about different kinds of friendships. And one of them yeah. was like temporary friendships that are there, that are, would never be there, wait, that were never supposed to get to your life to stay forever. Yeah. Oh, I think I know the English one. What is it? I think friends are there for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So I think especially during adolescence or even in uni years, many yes. people you meet, you consider them friends for a season and then they're, they're gone. I mean, they're gone from your life doesn't mean that they're gone, gone completely, that you cannot get in touch with them, if anything. But maybe they shift from friends to acquaintances and that's also okay. Definitely, because I think, again, it's the same for uni. You're discovering who you are, and again, you're discovering also what you like to do. And people go through different phases of, you know, at some point you really love to party, and at the another point you're just not at that place in your life. Yeah. So I think you can grow apart from people just because you're into different things. Yes. So should we talk a little bit about uni? Because I feel like this is when we collide. <laughs> Yes, that's when we met. 
Yes. Um, for me, uni at the start, it was a bit hectic in terms of friendships because it was the first time that I was actually going to a setting long term and that I had to meet new people that I eventually wanted to keep in my life for a longer period because I was going to be there for three months, for three months, not three years. So I think the start was very stressful or I had like a pressure. I put a pressure on myself that really was not necessary because I did, I, I had this idea that uni, you have to make your group of friends and you're away from home, but you want to make a home in this place. So yeah, I think at that point I was very shy and I met people which were great for a period then I met you obviously which was great for a long period and it's so amazing um but I think it's when better I started... be. no yeah joke. yes better be. <laughs> uh, but I started to realize in that point especially the first two years that you don't have to be that hard on yourself when it comes to friendships and it eventually comes naturally no that's so true but I mean I can imagine because it's a totally new place. I'm sure you also, and you were without your parents. Like when I moved to Holland, I was with my parents. Yeah. So this was your first time moving away from home as well. Yeah. So I can imagine it was like pressure to get to know a lot of people so you can have the, like a good core. Or a good support system. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what was your experience? I think mine was a bit different because here I didn't leave my house and I wasn't changing countries. I had some friendships from high school. They were not yet as developed as they became. But anyway, I was not completely alone. Well, yeah, also I was in a relationship. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. But anyway, I was also in a relationship, so I didn't really feel um, alone. Mm. And yeah, I kind of went in actually with a completely different expectation. Because honestly, I cannot say that coming to Holland, like international school also again, did not suit me so well. Yeah, I think coming to university actually was a very pleasant surprise for me. And not in the sense that I had a crazy university life, but in the sense that I'm, could, I discovered that I'm like easily sociable, like I can socialize easily. I don't really, because before I was so shy. I mean, I'm still shy, I would say, like the first few times that I see people, but less so. It was more about, it wasn't so much about like what friendships I made. I mean, obviously there were some amazing friendships. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But I would also say that it was more that I discovered that I'm, much more confident and more comfortable in an environment that's like university that's not so small and it's not everybody talking about everyone and everyone judging everyone and yeah. everyone gossiping about everyone and that you so have that more it, freedom yeah. at the end of the day like you're yeah. not forced to stick to the same people exactly exa that's stuff. the thing exactly exactly which i'm thinking like i think there's like so many turning points when it comes to friendship because from what you were saying, in a sense, like there's, for one, you have to be in the right mindset to be able to, to want to meet people. Exactly. To be able to create friendships. Because if, you, if you're not open to it, or you just don't feel like making new friends, 
it's going to be very hard. Mm -hmm. exactly. Which is something that, um, I mean, I also relate to because yes, I was also in a relationship for some time. And at that point, I just didn't want to meet new people, like not make new friends. So it's like, you have to be open for it. But at the exactly. same time, the second point that I was thinking of is that you have to also see yourself as sociable, as you were saying. And you have to see yourself as someone that can make meaningful friendships and that can keep them for a long time. Exactly. And I think there's always like a point in life where we realize that we need other people and that we want to meet other people. Not need other people to like survive or to have a happy life, but that we actually want to have people around us and that we're comfortable with that. And when that point comes, it's when we actually like the friendships that come after that become so much more intense and meaningful. Exactly. I feel that so much that you should want them and not feel like you need them. Yeah, I think I started to have this when I went to Morocco because that for me was another thing that I think about a lot because um, I have this habit of just signing up for things alone. Like when I went to Senegal, I, it was the same thing. I just went into a group uh, for, for three weeks, away from home, away from everything that was known and had to meet new people. And like, for example, in that experience, all the friendships that I made were completely temporary. We were mm -hmm. for like a three weeks and after that we kept in touch for a few, a few weeks and then they disappeared from my life. But they taught me so much in the moment. And at that point, I was not in the point where I saw myself as someone sociable that could keep friendships for long. But then for Morocco, which I consider kind of like not the same experience, but very similar. The friendships that I made there, they were another level because I was already at the point where I could, I saw myself as someone that could make friends and that was capable of that and that wanted to do that. Do you want to talk more about Morocco? Because I feel like it's, it's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's my thing. It's my signature. Um, I think we should do a... Uh, an episode separate, on, on yeah. study abroad because oh yes we should yes we should. because that's also a whole episode in itself and we both have very different experiences as well because you went to the UK yes I did and I uh, think what I learned overall from that experience I'm not going to go into detail we can go into detail in another episode yeah was that honestly this what I learned is the quotes like some friends are temporary and some are going to last long. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think having the ex when you start meeting someone or when you start a friendship, if you go into it with the expectation that it has to last long and forever, yeah. then the friendship has so many it, it's potentially going to turn toxic. Yeah, it's going to disappoint. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So I think that's something that we've both both learned. Yes. And I encourage and everyone to to not give in to these expectations. Definitely. I think expectations can ruin relationships and friendships. Yes. Alike. And just everything. Yes. So we've I covered no, go ahead. Yes. No, no, no. I, I was gonna say that I think that's the same also, I think, for like independence is important but you cannot have the expectation to be with your friend 24 7. yes this is something that i wanted to touch upon before 
dependency in friendships. I think that's yeah. like the biggest red flag that a friendship is toxic. Definitely. Because if you cannot be yourself outside the, the friendship, then I don't even think it's a friendship. I don't know how I would no, I don't describe think so it. either. Yeah. I don't know how I would describe it, what word I would use to refer to that, you know, relationship, but... I think they kind of end up being your comfort zone. Yeah. And instead of depending on yourself to be yourself anytime, you depend on them. Yeah, I yes. don't know how to explain it well either. <laughs> yes, it's very hard. Right now, what I was thinking is that you know, comfort zones are okay when you need to return to a place where relaxing is easier and when you actually feel comfortable and cozy and all that. But it's usually a place. It's a place that you, don't ha you maybe don't have available to you 24-7. But when it becomes a person, it's such a vol volatile space. Exactly. Yeah, and as you say, at the end, you lose yourself in another person. And you, yeah, exactly. And you can't stand on your feet. So yes, case. I was going to say mm -hmm. that we covered early adolescence, adolescence, yeah. uni. So we kind of come to the present. Okay. Which, which we've talked a bit about. I think now it's mostly looking at what we value in friendship, like yes what are exactly. the things that now we yeah. believe are important in friendship exactly and what we will bring into our new friendships yes what would you do differently in friendships now that you've experienced so many things i think we've kind of touched upon this but yes. yeah if there's so much to say about friendships it's crazy yes because now that you said that i'm thinking that for me like the main thing that comes to mind but what I would do differently is just being more self-aware of how I That's felt, how they made me feel and why I was feeling that way. Because maybe it was not something that the other person was necessarily doing, but it was just something in the dynamic that wasn't working. And yeah. That's actually, that's a good one, actually. Because it's so important to know how you feel around the person. Yeah. And it's something that usually we just, we relate to romantic relationships more. Yeah. Because right? romantic yeah. relationships yeah. revolve around a feeling or a very intense emotion, which is usually like attraction or love. But when it comes to friendship, it's like, when is a turning point from an acquaintance to a friendship? And what happened in between that exactly. made us call someone a friend? There should be something. It should be like, when we're friends, we should go eat brownies together or something. There should be something oh, like that. Like the amazing brownie I ate today. Exactly, I know. Bless brownies. <laughs> yes, so I think it's, at least now, I perceive it that way, like right now, that we don't really relate feelings with friendship that often. And I like to see friendships as a relationship because at the end, it's what they are. It's a relationship with someone else, not necessarily Definitely. a romantic one, but it can be as loving as a romantic relationship, but exactly, in a different level. Sure. 
I agree. And also it might last longer than a romantic one in yeah. some cases. Yes. For me, what I would change is I, I mean, honestly, it's kind of related to yours because I would say that I would like to be more honest about how, whether I like the person or not, but to the other person's face. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. entails self-awareness and exactly. I guess an open communication. Yes. Yeah, because I think sometimes you go, you just happen to like be studying the same thing, let's say, with somebody else and you just see them all the time. So you kind of, in a sense, become friends, but you realize that you don't actually like them. I mean, maybe this has only happened to me, but, but yeah, I had that. Yeah. But I realized I hadn't even like taken a second to think do I actually like this person like why am I even talking to them yeah it's bringing me nothing <laughs> so yeah yes I think that's something that is but this is like related to friendships and related to just um communicating with other humans that sometimes we we've held a lot of information or like we just have this white lies not to offend someone that yeah. then become very toxic because you don't want to offend someone but maybe if, if you just were honest from the beginning it would have been so much easier and i felt like this so many times as well uh, that's what i try to do in my friendships now and what i will try to do in my mm. future ones yeah i think this is also important like even if you get to a point where you you're comfortable with the friendships that you have now and comfortable with how you socialize with other people and how you meet people and all that it's also important to know the things that you could be improving not just for the sake of the friendship but for no no your own sanity and your own yeah no, definitely mostly yeah. your own sanity <laughs> mostly yes yeah but i think that's so funny because we had such different experiences and yet i think what we've learned is kind of combined Mm -hmm. like you can combine it yeah because i was thinking like at the end the concept of friendship is very broad but i think it all comes down to the same thing right like a relationship between two or more people that is based or is founded from trust love and fun because you want to have fun with the other person right i mean so, definitely as long as the so pillars important. of friendship yeah so as long as the pillars of friendship are there and usually are very like common for everyone it all comes down to the same thing whether you have this one experience or this other experience or at least in this part of the world that's true we're also from i mean even if we've had different backgrounds we're kind of similar yeah yeah in that sense too Okay, to wrap up the conversation about friendship, we thought it'd be fun to do some kind of quiz or questions. I looked up in BuzzFeed uh, 10 questions, 10 questions about friendship that are almost impossible to answer. There's 10 of them. I'm gonna shoot three to Mariana. It's okay. uh, would you rather format? So the first one says, You've been in love with your best friend for two years and are becoming more and more miserable. They are a really important person to you and you don't want to lose their friendship. Would you rather confess that you have feelings for them or ignore your feelings 
until you die. <laughs> That's morbid, I would confess. You would confess? Let me see. Okay, so you're in the 64 people that chose confess. Wait, 64 people or 64 percent? Percent, sorry. Percent. Oh, okay. I was like, 64 doesn't sound like a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oops. Next question. Your best friend has been dating the same person for five years and you've grown close to their partner. Though you know they've been having relationship problems lately. You recently found out your best friend is cheating on them. Would you rather keep your best friend secret or tell their partner the truth? Keep a secret. Okay, and the last one. The last one, last one. This one is a short one. Okay. Your best friend dies and turns into a zombie. Would you rather kill them, putting them out of their misery, or keep them as a pet? You can't keep a zombie as a pet. They'll kill you. <laughs> well, it's your best friend. Maybe they have sympathy okay. for you. Listen. But they're in, they're in misery? Apparently, according I would, to the I would option. go Clark on this one and I would kill them. Okay, we stunned Clark. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so again, you're part of the 64%. <laughs> Better become a Clark than have a zombie as a pet. Right? <laughs> completely agree. <laughs> okay. okay. So we're at the end of this episode. And if you've listened this far, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think this was a very standard Marianne and Sandra conversation. And a very short one. <laughs> yes, definitely short. <laughs> yeah. In any case, we hope that whoever is listening joins us in the next one. We'll see you. Well, we won't see you. You will hear us. <laughs> very soon, hopefully. <laughs>